Hey y'all, it's uh, it's Rich, aka Borlord. Just a little another little update episode. I am having the fucking worst time. <laughs> uh, not the worst, not the worst ever, but um, pretty good, pretty bad, I should say. Um, so I've been really, really, really busy and I know I was trying to get 30 episodes out 30 days or for 30 days anyway. Um, but I fell behind and then last weekend, this last weekend, uh, went to Denver. My wife was attending a conference and I went along to, uh, as baby patrol, um, excuse me and I had some really good audio from not really good audio just several things I recorded over the weekend just to try and you know I want to make an episode out of it but um the key piece of audio is on my fucking wife's computer and she is gone with it when I'm trying to do this um, or there's some sort of like surprise thing. Like, okay, last night, for instance, um, mom's doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, recovering well from her surgery. She went to the doctor yesterday and doc said, uh, ooh, ee, ooh, uh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Doc said everything looks good. Used the phrase cancer free. So, you know, two thumbs up for that. I wish, however, we could have waited to go to dinner or like celebrate till like this weekend because I came straight back from being in Denver and being on for four days with a baby and traveling. Um, got back here at like nine 30 at night on Monday night and went to work Tuesday morning. Had to be there at eight 30. So, um, I still got to, I said I would work tomorrow, which I don't normally work Fridays, but, uh, but you know, what can I do? I already committed. So I am exhausted. I came home today at that's mainly the problem with this no no i won't say that that's mainly the problem that is a problem with this is that i'm so fucking exhausted uh came home from work today got home about six o'clock sat with the baby for about 15 minutes or so maybe 20 my wife had to run up to the store and uh after she took her back i just passed out for like four hours and so now that I'm awake, everybody else was winding down, uh, baby's asleep now. So again, coming to you live from the 2016 Kia Sorento studios. <laughs> I fucking hate doing this in the car, man. You know what I should have done? I should have started a goddamn blog. That way I could just type. It doesn't make noise. You know, the problem that I have is that with all this craziness, you know, I'm hanging with the folks right now and their house is like super open floor plan, tons of echoes, 
Um, there's really no room where you can just talk like this and it doesn't like echo through the entire fucking house. Um, about the only place you can be in isolation is in the garage, but the only place to like hang out in the garage and do this is like on the other side of the wall from the closet that's in the room where the baby's asleep. And that wall is very thin. And, uh, so yeah, so like if I was to talk like this at this volume, um, at length, you know, you could hear it in the bedroom and it's loud enough to keep a baby awake. So I'm just all around fucked, man. <laughs> like I can't be awake. Uh, I can't, uh, have a time where the baby's asleep and then. Um, when I can get all of those conditions satisfied, like yesterday, I was like super excited to get this audio done. Uh, and <clears throat> I had another, I actually have another segment with my friend Manny, which is really, really good. I started uh, sidebar here. I started recording, um, any, I won't say any, but most hangout conversations just, because I know that they're usually good. I know me. I know my friends. At least it ranges and is interesting and it's kind of, you know, I don't know. Other people might not think so. But, uh, but yeah, I got a pretty good, uh, you know, about 40-some minutes of a conversation with my friend Manny. Uh, my dad was in for a little while. The other night out on the porch. Porch is horrible for recording though because crickets and like just a lot of other noise. It just bleeds all over and it's high ceiling out there too. So it's super echoey. Um, but at least I got a, a decent a decent bit of audio from that that I want to post um, as another episode as well. So that's coming soon. This is just kind of like a coming soon thing since I can't fucking seem to uh, get it together. Get it together for brothers. Get it together for sisters. Um, where, did I, where was I going with that sidebar? I don't remember, but either way, uh, we went out last night. This is the story, quick little story I was trying to get to. Um, there's this weird thing that happens when, when a restaurant that does well for, let's say, three or four years, uh, all of a sudden something else opens in town, there's a whole other area, people don't come over there anymore, and it just goes downhill and downhill, and it's, you know, at this point in a bad location. So, um, they go ahead and close, uh, and you know what happens next? Another restaurant comes along and says, oh, hey, a fucking fully set up restaurant. So they shittily paint over the signs and, or, uh, you know, quick paint, change the signs, and then boom, that's supposed to be new restaurant. And guess what? It does shitty really shitty it lasts for maybe three two or three years and then they close up 
and then the building sits empty for like six years and then <laughs> this other uh this restaurant where we went last night crops up and this is i think it's got to be like northeast uh it's like a steak and seafood place right but the deal is is they're like christian they got the like the the uh jesus fish on the sign and uh yeah what the fuck like i've seen this happen not the christian that's beside the point but i've seen this happen in a lot of restaurants that are kind of in these weird locations like this this one happened to be outside of a mall that's dying okay um and yeah they're like zombie restaurants you know we went there last night there were there was only one other group at a table there was two sad looking weird looking dudes sitting at the bar yeah they had a full bar as well i mean i say full bar it was kind of like this weird had certain liquors didn't have most liquors that you normally (laughs) would want but uh we had a couple of margaritas they were two for one it was they were okay a little watery you know, I like a margarita that's like you can't see through. That's why I know that there's like good sour mix in there, that there's good fucking tequila in there. I don't even know what that means. But either way. Um so yeah, had had a couple of margaritas. That was pretty good. The food overall, it was great, you know. The service was just super retarded. <laughs> This girl, I don't know if she's, like, part of the team that came down from the Northeast or something like that. Because it doesn't seem like this is a chain. It seems like this was a restaurant up north, and now it's a restaurant here (laughs) in Orlando. Why the fuck? Why the fuck would you come to Orlando just to open a Christian steak and seafood place? I mean, I get it. It's Florida is, like... um, it was weird. Out in Texas, they have churches, but here it's like you can stand, you can walk out the door of a church, throw a stone, and hit like three other churches. Like this place is fucking retarded with churches. Um, and so I get it in that respect, but in the other respect, like literally, it was a Wednesday night, pretty decent night. There was one other group there of people when we came in, two sad guys at the bar, and that's it. When that group left, we were the only fucking people in the restaurant. And we were there till like 20 minutes before close. You know? It's just, you know, I, I'm standing I'm standing outside at one point. I had to go out to the car for something. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm walking back in. And this place is done up. I mean, like, they've really, they didn't. Sure, they painted, they changed the signs, but like they went all out. They re they redid all the booths. They put in the fake fireplaces in the walls, um, all crazy new lighting throughout the whole place. I mean, they spent some some cash, cash on this place. Uh and there was yeah, there was just fucking nobody there. It was a super depressing looking. Uh this is a place that no, none of us had ever been before, but my dad really wanted to go. 
Uh, yeah, so it was just like a fucking zombie restaurant. It comes back, like I said, it goes out of bit. You know, the original one goes out of business. It should probably just be torn down at that point and stop, you know, build houses on it or something. All the houses around are too goddamn expensive anyway. So, um, but yeah, then a restaurant, you know, comes back to life in this terrible, you know, and then it just is just sad and it's like a fucking ghost town. I don't know where I'm going with all this, but just to say, if there's a restaurant that comes into a restaurant building that's been closed for several years, Eh, just just go ahead and go to some place you know is good. <laughs> uh, there any other myriad of places that we could have gone? I don't know why we went to this one, but it was passable as a restaurant. But that's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not my thing. I had a big old steak though. I felt good this morning, but, uh, but there was a, you know, first thing this morning just pissed me off. My wife tells me she talked to the healthcare marketplace and healthcare marketplace. Uh, we were trying to just get some information to them that they needed for our policy or whatever. And this happens. This is like the third time it's happened. My wife calls the person, the agent or whatever. I won't call him an agent. I mean, I feel like I know more about this, you know, system than these people do because they are seem to, there seems to be their one and only mission is just to fuck up whatever you have going. Like, oh yeah, you just got settled into, you've done like 30 plus hours worth of phone calls and document uploading and you know whatever other goddamn poodle hoops that you got to jump through just to get insurance you know it's supposed to be easy and you just click through and you know talk to somebody and sign up and get on the thing well you know as well i thought it was if you got some sort of policy or something that it's like a whole nother year before you can change it. Not so. And this is why they keep pushing the deadline. I think the deadline is just like, uh, uh, something they throw up to try and make sure everybody goes and does it. And they, Oh, the deadline's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. There is no fucking deadline. It's at any time they can change the whole thing. And this is where it gets fucked up. Okay. Cause we just want to put in some information into you know that was necessary they said was necessary they were waiting on us and they'd been calling us and all this sort of stuff so my wife calls today to give that information and says there was some problem with the submission the online submission they didn't get one of the documents or something like that and oh it was my it was the baby's social security number that's what it was and so she calls back to give him the social security number since can't seem to get it through by other means. And my wife says to the person, like, please don't change anything about our information. Like, this just needs to be added. 
um, to the policy. Don't mess with anything else. Like, add this to the policy to your, like, information, your records, right? Well, this fucking dumbass cunt on the other end of the line goes and changes, instead of adding it to the policy, she's just like, oh, oh, well, I can do this, which is not at all what we asked for and is what we were trying to avoid, and goes and puts the social security number, like, changes our application. I didn't even know you could do that. After you applied and were accepted and had a plan... They can go back and change your application, and if anything, any one thing changes on the application, you've got to start the whole motherfucker over again. <laughs> now they're going to try and shovel us off into, you know, oh, you got to go with this, and, you know, then your options get uh, different options. Uh, now, you know, I've gotten two paychecks. One was like a half a one and one was a full one. And they want the last four paychecks because now that our, our, uh, situation or whatever has changed here in Florida, which is a temporary situation to begin with. Um, now that our income's changed at all, now we've got to completely reapply. They've got to have all the updated. They want all the check stubs. And it's just like all of this shit because this person could not just add the fucking information into the policy. They had to go back and change the application because they think they know better that it's going to update all of your stuff down the line. No, guess what it does? It changes all of your stuff down the line. And we're trying to tell them that and they will not fucking listen. And this is the third time this has happened. Um... You know, I'm about to get on this, uh, you know, I'm a very cool person. I give people the benefit of the doubt, but this is the third fucking time this has happened, right? Three different people, three different fuck-ups, each time costs a fucking week's worth of work. And I'm just, I'm just fucking sick of it. Um... What else am I ranting about today? I don't know. I'm just in a I'm in a fucking foul mood. Started with that this morning. I'm exhausted all day and pissed off about this. My fucking headphones died with like an hour and a half to go at work. <laughs> so I can't even listen to, I've been listening I was listening to music all day because podcasts are just uh mocking me. At this point, I fucking love podcasts. And, and yesterday I was like all about it and I was super excited to get home and get these episodes done. Uh, because yeah, it, like just trying to hold on to doing the 30 days, uh, incrementally or, 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 you know, every day or whatever and falling behind was really like stifling my creativity. And I had to make a decision. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm coming up with ideas every day. And if I could just put it in an episode today, you know, but the problem is, is that I can't get to sit down or stand anywhere and record this every day. Like it's just a fucking impossibility. I don't know why I overshot or what, but, um, everything in my life seems to just fucking trample all over this one creative little tiny creative outlet that I'm trying to have. Um, 
you know, I used to be in bands. I used to do tours. You know, I used to fucking work at a bar and I played in the house band there sometimes. Like, I had outlets. But at this point right now, I'm in fucking Florida. I'm like, you know, uprooted from anything that I had going before. Totally, you know, all my all the plans I had before, totally shit water. Um, right out an asshole of life. <laughs> And uh, so I'm trying to do this one creative thing to just get it out, of, you know, get the poison out so I can live my goddamn life. And it's killing me that I haven't been able to do it. So I'm, I'm just trying here, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then, then uh, fast forward all day. I'm getting tired and tired. And I come home. I told you earlier. Crashed for like four hours surprise my uncle and um my mom's cousin decided to surprise show up so like i'm a i'm waking up hearing people talking I'm like who is this what's going on here and by the time i was like fully awake everybody was gone so i'm like yeah all right so i was planning to get around to like trying to edit this uh bit of audio from denver <clears throat> and uh and I just, like, I gotta eat something. I've only had, like, a sandwich for lunch today. And so I make a sandwich again for dinner. <laughs> like, a different type of sandwich. And, uh, and, and, like, my folks are gonna watch some TV or something. I'm like, fine. I'll just watch a episode of whatever they're watching. I don't care. I'm gonna eat a sandwich. I'm gonna go do my show. Um, and my, recently they started watching this show... My dad started watching it, and my mother's now way into it as well. But it's uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, you can go check it out for yourself at your own risk. Let it be known that I am warning you against going to watch the show uh, unless you're just a cruel, sick motherfucker, you know? Uh, the show is called, and this is why it baffles me that my folks even watch this. But the show is called Can't Pay will take it away, right? That sounds pretty straightforward. Sounds like a kind of like a bounty hunter repo type of show, you know, uh, which is great. I love those kind of shows. They're super entertaining, you know, all the drama that they come up with. But this is, this is like, this isn't a reality show. This is reality, okay? This is like, uh, this is like cops meets the, the repo, you know, if cops just followed around, um, police officers who were repossessing things, uh, seizing assets and evicting people, right? Which I can get down, you know, the name of the show is can't pay. We'll take it away. Right. Uh, I guess that applies across the board, but the first thing that comes to mind is repossession, right? You hadn't paid your bills. You hadn't paid your taxes or whatever it is. We're going to come get your stuff, right? And most of the time, those are, those are funny because the people do have the money and they cough it up when these guys show up. This is a British show. I didn't mention that. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a British show. And uh, I would be fine if it was just those stories, right? The ones where this fucking shady business owner, you know, creep guy 
is dodging, paying for things. He's got loans, and the courts decided, hey, we're going to take, you know, they got to pay today on this day or whatever. And those guys show up, and they, they're like, they ask for it first. They try and make arrangements. If the people just continue to stall them, they don't leave. They start taking stuff. Literally, they start p- unplugging computers and, you know, equipment and everything and just start, you know, stacking it up and cataloging it. And then they go out with it. And the thing is, is like while they're doing this, this takes time. You know, the the shady owners of these businesses like come screeching in. Some employee like tipped them off or, you know, uh they've whatever i can't explain all the scenarios but that's actually kind of fun or funny to watch these slimy people squirm around you know these people that obviously have the money to pay something stupid like four thousand dollars or something like that four thousand pounds um and they just like they just don't want to do it you know that kind of stuff is fun to watch but the other half of the show is can't pay will take it away in the sense of like squatters people who haven't paid their rent or whatever and i would be fine again i would be fine if all of these people actually deserved it right i think that's where i draw the line is like do they deserve it or not right and um the other night we were watching an episode of this and uh there was like this travel company who had like all these huge buses you know each of them worth hundreds of thousands of dollars and they only had to pay like they owed someone like sixteen thousand, right which is like a quarter of what they could get from selling one of those buses they had like 20 buses and um and yeah the guys the guy was just like oh i can't pay i can't i just can't you know whatever And so they started to, uh, they already took keys from some of the coaches and they were calling a tow truck in and wouldn't you fucking know it, the guy, uh, came up with some money. But the next story after that one was this, this guy, he had been a mechanic, um, for like 20 or 30 years. He was in his sixties, early sixties, uh, in his fifties, he developed a brain tumor, right? And, uh, I don't know if he had a surgery for it or what, but it prevented him from working. Like he couldn't really communicate. Like he could say, yes, uh, no, I don't know, you know, but that's pretty much like all he would say, yes or no (laughs) answers to everything. Uh, and you could just see it in the guy's face. Like, he knew they were coming. He already had, like, a bag packed, you know, and just had to... I mean, they went through his, bat, his like, shed, his garage, his back garden. This guy's got tools and equipment and um, all kind of things that he'd accumulated and uh, was had used before he got a brain tumor. And now he had a brain tumor, uh, can't work the state stopped paying for his rent or couldn't pay all of it and then it then it just lapsed and these two overlapping programs that were supposed to pay for it each one of them was saying it was the other one's responsibility so it went like two years and nobody paid his rent you know and uh and so they just had to come and kick him out of his house like 
they they had to to uh, I guess sell his stuff or whatever. But you know, here's this guy. He's got no family. He's got no friends. He's got nothing in the world. He has no money. Um, all he has is his stuff at his house, and he knows they're coming. And he had a bag packed, and uh, after talking with him for a little bit, they're like, "Do you have anywhere to go?" He's like, "No." It's like, do you know anybody that could help you out? No. You know, the guy could walk, you know, looked kind of normal other than he couldn't communicate very well. And so he just fucking picks up his bag and puts it over his shoulder and walks out the door and down the street. And it was just like the most, I feel like the, one of the most depressing things I'd ever seen. You know, I've seen a lot of, you know, movies are one thing. TV shows or whatever, but this was real life. They were filming them having to kick this guy out. You know, like uh, it was just so depressing that I was just like, no, I don't want to watch this any. I don't want to watch the show anymore. Um, and so you know, I kind of walked away at, at at the end of that or towards the end of that story. Excuse me. And so fast forward to tonight. All I want to do is have a sandwich uh, and then try and do my shows, whatever. I'm trying to psych myself up, get in the headspace uh, to have an interesting show, which, as you can tell, this one, this one's in the shitter. <laughs> I've talked for like 30 fucking minutes straight about, uh, I, I mean, couple of stories but absolutely nothing going on otherwise <laughs> hey all right don't you love it when it works out like that um so yeah so they're gonna watch something and so i go sit down and i press play and the one fucking what's the one what's the show that they're watching can't pay take it away what is the fucking first like they press play and the very first Thing. I mean, they'd already been watching the episode. This was just the next story. They had it queued up. And, of course, the next story, this is Tom. He had a brain, got developed a brain tumor and is unable to, and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. This is a whole different, this is a whole other guy who had a brain tumor, who worked his whole life, has no one, has no friends, has no family, has nothing, no money. And, uh, people stop, you know, the, the state stopped taking care of him. So out on the street, another one of these. And like, literally it was like, Tom has a brain tumor or whatever. And I was, I just like, uh, I had a bite out of my sandwich and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was like immediate, like switch flipped rage, you know? Um, and because that's the only way I guess that I can <laughs> handle depression is, uh, the only thing that, that keeps me from just spiraling out is to be mad. I guess it's a, probably a defense mechanism, but, uh, but yeah, I was just so mad. I was just pissed. And so, uh, I took my sandwich and my drink and I grabbed my keys and I just fucking took off and drove for like an hour and a half uh, was able to obviously bring it back down. But by the time I get back, of course, everyone's gone to bed or about to go to bed. Baby's asleep. 
So all that to say, here I am, depressingly in the fucking car, <laughs> recording this, recording a what now is a very long-winded update to let you guys know I'm not dead. Uh, nothing catastrophic has happened. I'm still here. I'm just really, really trying to trying to get this thing together uh, because I've had fun with it. I It is a ton of fun. Obviously, I could sit here and talk for 30 minutes at a whack about absolutely nothing pretty easily. But, uh, but yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys listening. The listens are way up. Um, I talked to my friend Rachel from the fuck cancer slash I digress episode, uh, that I talked about. Uh, she heard the show. She loved it. She like linked to it and she's doing all kind of other artistic things and she might be on some other podcasts soon. Uh, including this one. I don't know if that's going to come together, but, uh, she was totally open to it. And we chatted a little bit while I was in Denver uh, uh, over Instagram. So hopefully, uh, you know, maybe there'll be more coming on that front. But uh, but yeah, so I've been uh, been pretty excited about about moving forward, about cutting my losses on on uh, the week that I lost to trying to go to Denver. You know, trying to work and keep everything spinning. Uh. But yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out in there, hanging hanging in there with me. There'll be more good, fun shit to come. Just getting a, having a little little lull, little rut right now. But uh, yeah, so maybe as you can tell, I don't know how this is gonna sound because I'm not even fucking monitoring it myself right now. I don't know why have talked for 30 minutes and didn't monitor anything whatsoever so this could be terrible and no one will ever hear it (laughs) i'll just have to make that determination once i listen back to it but uh i got a new microphone as you might be able to tell uh so hopefully audio quality will be going up as i get more get that more tuned in more dialed in i also have I have a new, if I can get into it here, where'd it go? Boom. We got a whole new email for y'all. I finally did it, broke down, got an email. So if y'all want to holler, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for you. I mean, email, I think is pretty simple. Uh, Although I would love you to get on Anchor and send me some voice messages or hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Richardometry at Richardography. Uh, if you did that, we could holler a little more. Well, I guess the social media is not, not that crazy, but go ahead and follow, you know, you'll be able to hear when new episodes and stuff come up. I'm really digging this anchor little community deal. I already uh, left some messages for some other sh- rando shows that I've been listening to. 
but yeah, it's just a fun little little community. A lot of people are involved. Uh, if you want to do a podcast, super simple. <laughs> just have a decent phone and don't cover your microphone while you're trying to talk on it. I was listening to this one guy the other day, one of the guys that I left a message for, and he had a new episode up. And like half half the episode I was having trouble with because uh, he kept somehow inadvertently covering the mic up on his phone, which already sounded like it was in, you know, it was covered with like th- three pairs of socks. <laughs> uh, and then somehow he covered up the microphone. So there would be like two minutes of audio that you could like barely hear what he was saying just (laughs) interesting show i like the show but uh i like it better when i can hear it you know uh anyway i digress anchor.fm forward slash ango that's where you can find the show also the new email is a n g o podcast at gmail.com that was pretty easy, huh? A-N-G-O podcast at gmail.com. So roll in your emails. Tell me anything you've been thinking about. Story that happened to you. Uh, ask for some advice. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be giving advice to anyone. But uh, if you need it, I'll try and help out. But... Uh, Questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Just, you know, podcasts, uh, we don't have, you know, I don't have a board of directors. I don't have a marketing manager. I don't have people who are listening to this every day and telling me what I need to do (laughs) or what even sounds interesting. So holler at me. You guys are my marketing managers. You've just been promoted. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. You can add it to your resume. Marketing manager. Um, feedback, quality control, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's no salary involved, so <laughs> don't be looking for don't be looking at me for that. Uh, if you do, I'm just gonna tell you that I'm sending you a check. You know. Not gonna ask for your address or anything. I'll just tell you I'm sending it to you. Oh, well, all right, well, uh, thanks for bearing in there. We're now at almost 40 fucking minutes. I can't believe I've talked for this long, but, um, hey, at least it's an episode, <laughs> kind of. The update episode, volume two. So, yeah, hit us up, Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Anchor FM. I think that pretty much covers it, guys. I gotta, uh, I'm gonna go try and listen to that audio from Denver. See if I can't clean it up a bit. I think it was a little dodgy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys, uh, next time. Hopefully, I can get these out sometime soon so that, uh, you'll be able to enjoy them. I have some good ideas, some good stories. So, uh, until next time, you guys hang in there. I'm going to try and do the same. And uh, for all of us here at Absolutely Nothing Going On, thank you for listening. Good night.